Welcome to Busy Moms Podcast. Hang on and here we go. Our discussion for today (laughs) (laughs) is on one little girl in the Old Testament, all the way back in 1 Samuel, daughter of a king. So we're going to discuss Michal, Michal or Michael, however you want to say it. She was Saul's daughter. Saul was the first anointed king of Israel. David, the man who slew Goliath, was also anointed by God to be king after Saul messed up a bunch, like a whole lot. (laughs) (laughs) Saul was very jealous of David because David was... David was David. David was good looking. David was smart and he was ferocious in battle. The people started to say things like Saul has slain his thousands and David has slain his tens of thousands and Saul didn't take that very well. So he decided that he was going to find a way to kill David and he thought that it would be a good idea to marry him off to one of his daughters and it would be easier to kill him that way. (laughs) Glad he's not my dad. Keep the enemy close, as close as possible. Make him family. (laughs) Son-in-law. First, he wants to marry him off to daughter number one, and David said no. So he goes, okay, how about daughter number two? (laughs) Well, he David was like, he didn't want to get married to the daughter of Saul. He He felt like, who am I, and what is my family or my father's clan in Israel that I should become a king's son in law This is what he says, right? He says, no, he doesn't want that one. But Saul was like, okay, what about daughter number two? This time in order to marry her, you have to give me a hundred Philistine foreskins. I'm just going to say ew right now and get it out of the way. Yeah. Ew. (laughs) David ups the ante and brings him 200. I would not have liked to have been in the room for that exchange. Michael was in love. Oh, yeah, I'm getting to that. Okay. (laughs) This is the whole reason that Saul thought this is great, because he knew Michael loved David. Yeah. And he's like, I can use this to my advantage. Once again, what a horrible dad. (laughs) She's in love with him that it's going to make it so much easier to kill him. Ouch. Yeah. Like, that was not nice. No. And she, like... My initial thought was, oh, she's, it's teenage love, infatuation, whatever. The Bible specifically states that she was in love with him. So I don't dispute that. Nope. God said she loved him. Okay, she loved him. They get married and David is living in one place and she's in another. And she finds out that Saul's going to have him killed. So she goes to him and she says, you need to go. Dad's coming and he's mad. So he leaves and she's left there. And he's like, so where's David? What's going Mm -hmm. on? And she said, I had to let him go because he was going to kill me. Which was a lie to save her own skin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So David leaves and he goes into the desert. He goes into the caves. He's hiding because Saul wants to kill him. There's part one. This poor girl. Mm -hmm. It's not even so much a political pawn as like to have a dad who's just going to be like, okay, great. You're in love with this guy. It's going to make it easier to kill him. Well, in a sense, he used her. Yeah. Totally used her. Brutal. Yeah. He used her love to keep his enemy close and had no no thought or care for how it was going to make her feel. Exactly. But he did it anyways. He did it anyway. 
And she defied him because she went and saved David. So that took guts because, I mean, she's the youngest daughter. So we're kind of assuming that she's probably 14, 15 That's around marrying age in that time was like somewhere between like 12, yeah. 13, 14. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. So she's young and she was brave enough to go and tell him. And he escaped through a window. She sent him out the window. That was because she loved him. Because she loved him. But then when she was facing daddy's wrath... <laughs> she lied and said he was going to kill her. (laughs) Yeah. I totally don't blame her for that. I don't either. Cause I would have totally been the same thing if my dad was in my face going, where is he? Mm -hmm. You know, you trying to kill me. (laughs) Yikes. Please don't kill him, daddy. Don't kill him. I love him. But he tried to kill me, but don't kill him. (laughs) Interesting family dynamics. Yeah. So then to get into part two. So in between this, he gets married, David couple of times yeah gets married (laughs) and then she's actually given to another person too to get married both of them are moved on moved on i mean (laughs) they've moved on they are basically starting new lives and everything and then kind of sort of and you figured with her she she's married off to to another higher up kind of guy right his name was Paltiel, P-A-L-T-I-E-L, son of Laish, who was from Gallum. Gallium. I don't know. So, yeah, she starts a new life with him. David, David's on the run. David's got people after him who want to kill him. Mm -hmm. I don't think he thought at all of her. No. He's trying to survive in caves. So even if she was married to another person, does that still make the marriage legal? Legal? Well, Saul pretended that it wasn't valid, and which is why he married her off to the other person. Okay. Because it was like he ran off, so marriage is not valid anymore, and you're going to go to this because this guy is more beneficial now because David's running and I'm, you know, I can't catch him. So she went off and, you know, right. it, I mean, to to, to I mean, Saul, she's just chattel. She's property that he's selling off to the highest yeah, bidder, kind of in mean, a sense. The men were able to marry Multiples. multiple women, but the women could not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. All right. Yeah. So she's separated for 14 years. Yeah. yeah. 14 years. 14 years. She's separated and has basically, mo- we think, we think she has happily moved on with her life or she, she's moved on. Mm-hmm. How she acts, how she behaves when she comes back, I think says a lot. Yeah. It wasn't, <gasps> David. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, I'm here. Okay. By this time, Saul has died. So now David is king. And in a battle, I believe, when he conquers Jerusalem, he is, they negotiate and he says, bring his wife back. Bring me my first wife. Bring me my wife. So they bring her back. And as she's walking in to meet David, again, after 14 years, the husband is weeping behind her. Okay, I have this whole thing in my head, this whole picture. <laughs> I know. Of this like a stoic woman standing in front, and she's got her head up, and she's regal, and her face is stoic, right? Mm-hmm. And here's this guy on his hands and knees behind her, crying his eyes out, just like crawling behind her. That's kind of the way I picture it in my head. <laughs> I do. I, I just, yeah, when they say weeping, to hear to hear the words, a man is weeping, like that says heartbroken to me. Like yeah. literally yeah. heartbroken. He loved her. He's not crying over Hamantaschen. No. He's crying. It's not, he's not missing her cooking. No. <laughs> he is crying over the loss of her. We don't know like the pecking order of his wives, if there really was one, but it kind of like she's the first one. She was the first wife. First wife, daughter of Saul. And she's the daughter of Saul. Yes. So she is the ultimate princess. 
I guess. Until. Yeah, because they really don't say. I mean, even at that time, it says um, David was father to six sons by multiple wives. So it doesn't even give a number of how many wives that he had, only that he had six sons but at the time that McCall was coming back. Yeah. And that should be, that should be a, a, its own series <laughs> of podcasts. Yeah. David and his women issues and his children issues because, yeah. oh, that's, that's brutal yeah. right there. Mikkel comes home, in a sense, yeah, to be with David. And David gets the Ark of the Covenant back and he brings it home to Jerusalem. This is huge. It's a serious party. Yes, this is huge for the kingdom of Israel. It's home. And so now we're in 2 Samuels. Just really quick. Do you remember the last time the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup? Yeah. And that giant party that happened downtown. It was the parade with the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Picture that. Only all of Israel is there. (laughs) Yes. The entire country showed up. In Samuel, 2 Samuel chapter 6, it's talking about how the ark is brought home to Jerusalem. And it is this huge party. And David is ecstatic. And he is worshiping. And he, you know, they're walking towards the temple. He is wearing a linen ephod. Ephod. Ephod, ephod. sorry. Which is a priestly robe, apron type thing. So we, we kind of think it's priestly underwear. We're not really <laughs> sure. So basically, he's in his undies. God and he's dancing down the street, worshiping God because the ark is home. As this is happening, Mikal is standing in a window watching this happen. And she sees David, as it says in verse 16, and then when she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she despised him in her heart. That's pretty gross. So she wasn't even, she wasn't happy. Like everybody in the world is ecstatic. Everybody in this kingdom is happy. And she sees him leaping. And dancing, and the only thing she can think of, only thing she is, she just she despises him is hatred, is anger, is humiliation, frustration, embarrassment, embarrassment. Once all of the celebration things have gone in place, David, verse twenty, when David returned home to bless his household, Michal, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, "How the king of Israel has distinguished himself today, going around half naked in full view of the slave girls of his servants, as any." vulgar fellow would apes and david said to michael it was before the lord who chose me rather than your father or anyone from his house when he appointed me ruler over the lord's people israel ouch i will celebrate before the lord i will become even more undignified than this and i will be humiliated in my own eyes but by these slave girls you spoke of i will be held in honor another version of this from the message i want to paraphrase what the NIV version we just read. David returned home to bless his family. Michal, Saul's daughter, came out to greet him. How wonderfully the king has distinguished himself today, exposing himself to to the eyes of the servant's maids like some burlesque street dancer. (laughs) (laughs) And David replied to Michal, in God's presence, I'll dance all I want. (laughs) He chose me over your father and the rest of our family and made me prince over God's people, over Israel. Oh, yes, I'll dance to God's glory more recklessly even than this. And as far as I'm concerned, I'll gladly look like a fool. But among those maids you're so worried about, I'll be honored to no end. Ouch. Yep. And what was her punishment? Michal? She was barren for the yeah. rest of her life. She had no children until the day she died. So what are we able to learn from McCall? Don't be embarrassed to worship. <laughs> Yeah. That would be my first one. Don't be embarrassed of a, of your husband who's worshiping. Yeah. 
Like, don't worry about what other people think when you're, when you're worshiping, when you're showing the joy of the gifts that God's given you, or when you're in that moment in the church with God and his presence surrounds you and you just feel it. Don't worry what other folks think. Mm-hmm. What you need to worry about is your connection between you your and Lord and you. That's right. That is one of the biggest things because she could not look past what other people thought of his behavior. So when he came to bless the family, she greeted him at the door. She didn't even wait for him to step foot in the house. (laughs) She was ready to attack. She was hot. (laughs) She didn't even let him get in the house. No. She publicly redressed him. Yeah, she cut him down in front of everyone. And he turned around and gave it right back. But ladies... Our husbands are going to embarrass us just like we're going to embarrass them. <laughs> it happens. And sometimes when they embarrass us, we're angry. Yeah. James chapter 1, verse 19 through 20 says, Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring the righteous life that God desires. And I think that goes for everybody. Mm-hmm. You, you have your people, You those are your hot-tempered people that as soon as somebody says something, it's like, word vomit. <laughs> and then you have your people who they take in the information that are given to them and they're trying to come back with respectable response, I guess we'll yeah, say. Yeah. And then you have your people that are just going to walk away because they're like, nope, confrontation, alert, 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 and walking away. We want to make sure that we are taking a second to when things happen to when things are said to, or even being in your moment to not take that away from anybody because for some reason it, it needs to happen and that's part of their journey. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The, you know, the other thing too is that, yes, McCall, when you read her story and, and the things that had happened to her, she did get kind of... A, she got a shaft into the deal. Yeah, she did. I mean, she got hurt. She lost her first love and had to wait 14 years. years. And that's, and, and then you come back 14 years later, you're strangers at but this point. But it wasn't point. like she wanted to go back. She was told. Or she, she was I mean, told. She didn't she have told, a choice. She didn't have a choice. Like, the king said i want her back and she had to go you know she didn't have any choices other than she told daddy i love him and he said okay marry him but then it was like but i'm gonna kill him you know so she got like that but she there's there's hurt feelings there's the newness of coming into the palace and getting to be the queen but now you're also in there's other wives involved and there's other children there's children you don't have children So so already that's like a slap in the face. Well, not just that. I, I mean, she walks in and she might have been Saul's daughter, but she, she's not been with him for 14 years. Yeah. Yeah. All these other women have been with him. Have been in his household. Yeah. I don't know if they've been with him. Yeah. But they've been in his household bearing his children this whole time. Mm-hmm. So you've so got, you're walking in to a household as a stranger and your wife number one. Yeah. So there's a lot of feelings that are probably going on and where do I fit? How do I deal with this? Just what life has thrown at me. And mm-hmm. she doesn't rise to the, her above her circumstances. No, because she had a choice. She had a choice to learn what Saul was already doing, worshiping and loving God and following. You mean David? David, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, he was doing what God wanted him to do. And if she had chosen to mm. 
do that same thing with David, maybe there would have been a different outcome. But unfortunately, like Mandy said, she did not rise to the occasion. She was bitter. She was angry. She was disgusted, basically, yeah. <laughs> at, what, she at was, what he had did and told him off. Yeah, She was before. more worried about what everybody <laughs> else thought than what... I'm embarrassed by your worship. Yeah. She didn't know David and she didn't know that she didn't know David's heart was with God and that God mm-hmm. was number one. Yeah. David's heart was with the Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if she knew him at all, even 14 years earlier, it says that she loved him. Mm-hmm. But you can't love somebody you don't know. And her older brother was his best friend. So I'm going to say she knew him. Mm-hmm. Okay. When 14 years earlier, she knew him and she knew his heart. Otherwise, how could she love him? Yeah. And the Bible says she loved him. And how could she let him get him out of the window so that way her father would save his life? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like when it comes now, 14 years later, I see her bitterness. Whatever else is going on in her head, did she forget how much David loved the Lord? I did, think she did, did that, did it not, or did it not ever even occur to her? Yeah, I think that she was know. bitter and angry and watching him out the window and it festered. Mm-hmm. And instead of remembering how much he loved the Lord and that it would be righteous in God's eyes, she thought of herself. Yeah. So there's a, you know, kind of a lesson to us that us. Mm-hmm. sometimes it's life will get handed raw deals and we can either rise above it and, and try to find not necessarily the good in it, but take a step back and maybe step out of it to see what perspective, that you know, you a different perspective of it rather than wallow in it, you know, because we have plenty of examples of women that had just as bad, if not worse cases like Mikkel that Roy was above it and honored God. Mm-hmm. It was a wrong choice for her and she suffered. Thank God we have the story so we don't have to do the exactly. same thing. Exactly. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Let's wrap this up in prayer. Holy Father, we thank you for these Old Testament stories. Uh, we thank you for all of these stories. <laughs> thank you for these lessons so that we don't necessarily have to learn them all the hard way. Please help us to be good, supportive wives of our husbands. Please help us to think twice before being embarrassed and redressing them. Please help us to support them, especially when they are worshiping you. Help us to stay in your righteousness, Lord. Help us to keep you in our hearts and keep you in our thoughts and pray often. In Jesus' holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our blessings to you. And remember to fight for your Bible study.